This is episode 94 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your hosts, Tim Bowen. You know, you know I, I, I like to take young traders under my wings, you know, young men. I, I like to try and actually, actually, I've had people message me on Instagram suggesting that I start some sort of man camp. And Steven Johnson. It's hardcore. It's intense. It's discipline. I know he threw up on me first occasion. Today, the guys talk about blowups, Stephen's most recent one in particular, borrows, and brokers. Trust me, they're all related. Plus, Stephen always has one or two things that immediately come to mind. Three things immediately come to mind, just like straight off the bat. Uh, um, one, one, uh, first thing is... Maybe immediately means something different in England. Um, there are also a few live events coming up where you could rub shoulders with the tiny but manly Tim Bowen. You can learn to hunt. You can learn to be subsistent. We could cut some wood. We could work on some mechanical stuff. Maybe I could teach you to weld and some construction. It's another great episode, and it starts right now. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. We've got uh, kind of a little, what I uh, lack of a better term, I call it a grab bag of topics today. But we've just got a lot of stuff kind of going on in the markets, in stocks to trade, in Steady Trade, in Stevens Trading. So a lot of these are things that I think that are great topics to discuss but didn't kind of make it into any of the recent episodes, which we've had a bunch of great episodes recently, as well as this week in steady trade, which is, which is something I want to talk about and kind of explain what we're doing there and, and maybe ask for your collaboration as the listener. So um, one thing I wanted to start out with was, was Steven. Um, we, we discussed this, briefly in the in the paper trading wrap up um and uh kind of wanted to get into a little more details if you don't mind you know i think a lot of people i had several people message me on on social media on instagram and stuff kind of looking for an update from steven and uh you know i think back to a week ago when i was uh actually it was a week ago yesterday um i was i was driving back from florida with the family um, it was a, a two day trip because of brutal construction and, and, uh, uh, traffic. And I, and I saw some tweets about how you were just, you know, happiest you could be crushing it. You felt like you found your groove in trading. And then unbeknownst to me until we recorded last Monday, um, you, you, you had some, some, some issues. So I guess I'd like you to take us back, you know, where, where were you in your trading? What was working and, and then kind of, wrap up that story as to, as to kind of where we are up to today. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, three things immediately come to mind just straight off the bat. Uh, um, one, one, uh, first thing is, do people really cut message you on Instagram asking about me? Yes, <laughs> quite frequently. <laughs> um, you know, it's, not expect that. <laughs> and, and well, I think you know, and, and and actually, and this is a role I gladly accept. I think that longtime listeners of the podcast know that I have, uh, you know, I, I tend to have a a, uh, a maternal it. maternal <laughs> maybe type. You know, you know, I, I I like to take young traders under my wings. You know, young men. I, I like to try and actually, actually, I've had people message me on Instagram suggesting that I start some sort of man camp. You know, and, and maybe maybe you could be the pilot member, and you could come, you could live, you could learn to hunt, you could learn to be subsistent. We could cut some wood, we could work on some mechanical stuff. Maybe I could teach you to weld and some construction. You know, and, and maybe maybe just maybe I could turn you into a real man, but. 
that being said, yes, um, I think people see sometimes when when you're uh, you know when you're down in the dumps on social. I, I do have people reach out to me and, and they ask me to check in on you, which I typically fail to do, but I, I, I maybe I should. So that's okay. No, no. I mean, uh, just I mean that was the first thing. The second thing I'd want to say is uh, just a shout out to Papa John. Papa John's had three consecutive green months. He was saying it's the- he? We need that it was fourth. Yeah. Papa John's on his fourth consecutive green month in a row, and he was typically only having two green months, one red month. I mean, I think he's an overall profitable trader, but um, but he'd be making like say ten grand in a month, and then he'd take a twelve grand loss, and then then he'd have a six grand month. So Papa John's, uh, congratulations to him. He's been trading small and he's doing well. We'll, we'll get him back on. Maybe we can get yeah, him back I hadn't on. seen that. We'll definitely, we'll definitely need to get him back. Yeah. Uh, and the third thing was. Um, just in general, yeah, I mean, down in the dumps, down in the dumps, not not so much really. It's been it's been not a bad couple of weeks to be honest. But again, always making life changes. Um, I'll get into the trading, but picked picked up um, boxing and mixed martial arts recently. Really, jumping into a gym, yeah, and, and the boxing is intense. And um, mixed martial arts, I've got uh, on Wednesday, which is why I need to maybe speak about making the podcast recording on Thursday. But that's off air for the recording. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's hardcore, it's intense, it's discipline. I know he threw up on me first occasion. Uh, training, it's like man versus man. It's like you versus another man. Who's going to quit first? Hey there, Steady Trade listeners. Now, we all know that Tim Bowen is the lead trainer for Stocks to Trade. But how many of you listeners actually use Stocks to Trade? Have any of you never even tried it at all? Well, if so, today... You're in luck because Stocks to Trade is now offering a 14-day trial for only $7. Now, this means that for the price of a pretty good hamburger, you can spend two weeks of your time getting familiar with the platform to see if it's really as good as people say it is. And people say it's pretty good. My name is Luis from Los Angeles, California. I'm a brand new trader. I've been using Stocks to Trade now for just a little over a year. I highly recommend it to anyone. Uh, it's definitely a program created for traders by traders. Very fluid, highly intuitive. Um, it's got amazing pre-market scanners. And the best part is that you can even create your own screeners. Uh, so for a newbie like me, it's nice having those training wheels and also the opportunity to kind of learn on my own and grow from there. So if you're not a Stocks to Trade user, I highly recommend that you become one. But here's the best part. If you sign up for this 14-day trial, you'll also get access to Stocks to Trade University, the learning hub, where you can watch 14 videos with Tim Bowen walking you through each feature of the platform. So if you haven't tried Stocks to Trade, take advantage of this 14-day promo while you still can. Go to the website, stockstotrade.com forward slash 14-day trial. That's stockstotrade.com forward slash 14-day trial. All run together one word. Go take advantage of this promotion today. The data provided during the trial period is provided by NASDAQ last sale and does not offer OTC, BB, or level two. This promotion is for new users only. Uh, it was thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable and it's, it's just another goal now, that you went towards. Now I'm, I'm proud of you and I think that that'd be awesome for you, but this isn't going to be like one of your girlfriends, right? Nah, 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 nah. You're not, you're not just going to get it in a week and give up on boxing and, and, and nah, MMA. No, it's, it's amazing. I'm going to box you on the next conference and knock you out. Well, you're a big <laughs> dude. I mean, I, well, you know, the, the only nice thing you're, is you're the man, you're the man of, you're the men of men. 
Well, you're you're a big dude, but I, I just feel like you probably couldn't protect those legs, and I could probably get a double leg under on you and take you down. And once we're on uh, the ground, I mean, <laughs> I, I like my odds. Once we're, you know, yeah, you, you got a long reach. Sure. You know, you're a big, tall dude. You're way taller than me. You got long arms, but I think I could, I think I could get you to the ground, and then you know, then I'm not worried. So, uh, you, so you do jujitsu? Are uh, you know wrestling? You'll no, know wrestling, wrestling, not jujitsu. So yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'll put some training and we'll see. But uh, in terms of uh, some tra- training, like as in you'll give up next week? No, no. It's it's fun. It's social. You're out and about. It's it's good. And it's, you it's see a what real, I'm doing there, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's reverse psychology to make us go. Is there Sometimes it, <laughs> you've been doing that for three years on a short and low float. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still short. Enough. So maybe just some friendly dad encouragement <laughs> may be better. <laughs> but um no, I mean, the story was, uh, it was RGB, RGB, RBZ, RBZ, RBZ was a, um, relatively low float, but extremely light volume for it. History of failing, uh, weak news. And, uh, it did fall apart at the open, but when it failed to crack throughout the day, you've got to be very careful when you're getting these double bottoms on the low floats. If nothing else is running in that sector. It only takes one big buyer to set set that on uh, set that low float on fire and a light and away away it goes and away that you will be the embers that lift with it too. So I mean, obviously, I really don't think it was a bad trade. I think uh, morning light volume traders are watching other stuff. History of failing, uh, it's not that bad trade. But the, the lesson is, you've just got to cut them higher days all the time. Yeah, always got to cut the higher day. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those, and, and, and I think it's, it's good to talk about, but I mean, I mean, it's like everybody, and, and, and I think, you know, I know a lot of these episodes, I sound anti short selling. That is not my point. The biggest, my, the biggest thing I, I, I urge caution is exactly what you say. You know, when they start double bottoming, when they don't work, you know, there is no yeah. such thing as being patient. On a day one low floater. I mean, I mean, you know, the best of the best, the Steven Ducks is, you know, he's out if it doesn't work. I mean, and, and, yeah. you know, once it starts not cracking and it's 11 yeah. o'clock and it's noon yeah. and it's one o'clock, yeah. that's Some, where you, that's, they do. Yeah. Well, and sometimes they do and sometimes they do. You'll just get a mad drop at two o'clock out of nowhere. But if you get if you get a higher low, you you want your finger on that cover button for a for a burst of volume to come out of nowhere, because that's all it takes. It just takes one big buyer to think I'm going to ruffle this stock, and then everyone jumps on it. Everyone spots it. You because everyone like a lot of traders have got like four monitors up, five monitors up, and they're all watching that low float. And I mean, for you to have a strategy, I mean, imagine for example, you have a strategy that you think I'm going to just watch the low floats with relative volume every day. And I'm not going to trade the first hour. I'm just going to watch all the low floats at 10.30 that didn't fail and fall apart. And I'm going to, and I'm going to buy every higher low. And I'm going to risk the, the double bottom. Or I'm going, to risk the, the, I'm going to risk the higher low. Then I would, I would say you've probably, even just on that one variable alone, you've got probably quite a good strategy. Then if you add hot sectors on that, you add only high volume to that. You add the qualitative, the qualitative aspect of the news on that. You add the clean chart on that and the history of running. Or you add the, the counterpart of that. It always fails, but this time it doesn't look like it's going to fail. Then you add the SEC filings. Does it, does it have any dilution? 
when you add all of these elements together, then you start having a really refined strategy. And I think, you know, and well said, and, and, and I, you know, I talk about that all, all the time. I mean, everybody, and I mean, everybody, we all suffer from FOMO. I know I'm 80 years old and I still get bit by FOMO, but I talk about it all the time. And in, in stock straight pro, I'm like, just, if there's two, three, four runners, just wait and see which one survives. I like it when yeah. they die at the open. I, I, I like it when, you know, Number one dies at the open. Number two dies at 940. Number three dies at 945. And then there's that one stock that's hanging around, has all those criteria that Steven just listed, back it up and write them all down because he nailed it. And then that thing's just hanging around, hanging around in the afternoon. And then exactly like you said, it starts lower highs. And then when you get that high day, it's kablooey because – Everybody, yeah, I mean, everybody, that, that's your panic point as a short seller. Now, I think the best guys are out before that because they yeah. say to themselves, they say, okay, I've been here and this thing ain't cracking and it's 11 and it's noon and it ain't cracking. And whether I'm scratch or up a little, down a little, I'm out. Where we've seen these explosive afternoons is the, you know, quote unquote newbies and they're like, oh, it might still work. It might still work. Yeah. And then they all panic at the high of the day. And that's why, I mean, if you don't do anything, even if you don't trade these stocks, just watch them when they hit the high of the day. Almost every time the biggest, can- other than other than the market open, the market open will probably be the biggest candle of the day. But you get that afternoon high day break, that'll be the second biggest candle. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if the afternoon high day break is bigger than the morning candle, then you're in for a big squeeze, right? <laughs> That's when you're in for an even bigger squeeze than expected. That's the BPTHs or yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and on the flip side, I mean, if you were only to play two strategies and one was to, to buy the low float, high volume, higher low when it didn't break down. Or you were to just look very, very simply at the SEC filings and think if it's a 10 or 15 million float and I check the SEC filings box on stocks to trade and it's got a 424B form followed by an effect form. If you just click on that, it tells you quite straightforward. They've got 5 million shares that they need to dilute or 4 million shares. And if it's a 10 million float with 5 million shares to dilute, that's 50% of the stock that it's probably going to get rid of. Then if the volume's not too high, you can short those quite easily as well. So that, they are two quite solid proof strategies. I, I'm, I'm working on my interruption. Obviously, it's still, <laughs> but, but what I, I, and you make a totally great point there. But remember, and, and this goes back to the episode a couple of weeks ago with Michael Good. Remember, when you have redonkulous volume, that that is the one caveat. You know, everything Stephen said is spot on. But if there's 5 million shares dilution and the thing's trading 100 million shares, yeah. you've got to say, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, no, no, exactly. You've got to think if it's a 10 million float and it's got 5 million dilution, that means there's 50% weight on the stock. But if it trades a million at the open, you, you want to get pretty scared that a fifth of that dilution just got eight open. The stock didn't even drop very much. That's when you've well, got to think, uh-oh, I'm pretty in trouble here. And that's and, and if it's trading a million or 2 million or 3 million, you're thinking I'm going to go long because all the shorts are going to be upside down on this and it's going to go twice as parabolic as it would previously. And that that was a trend about a year ago. I don't know if it's still happening now, but there was a trend where for the first time ever, stocks with dilution just got ate up with long volume and then just went. 
in, in my opinion, the start of it was H E A R here. That yeah. was, yeah. you know, I don't remember it. Geez, time flies. That might be a year and a half ago now, might be even longer. But uh, I remember here, I remember being at one of Sykes uh, market masteries. And that's, that's one of the like, you know, small group events where there's like 15 people and everybody was like, oh, there's warrants at four, warrants at four. Stock was at seven. Volume was ridiculous. And I was in, I was like, and again, I'm not trying to say I was smarter than you know, a lot of great traders in there, but I'm like, man, I don't know about shorting this thing when it just keeps going higher all day long. And that H-E-A-R became a multi-month squeeze, maybe a might have been a year-long squeeze. I think it went to like 35 eventually before pulling back. And, and remember, everybody was shortened because there's warrants at four, and it proceeded to go to 35 over months, you know. No, and 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 just one other point, and I think we've talked about this before, but that's the danger of, of jumping in when professional traders are in it because I remember everyone being like, Gratani short, Gratani short, Gratani short. We've got to be short as well. But Gratani had an excellent, excellent average. And then everyone just jumped in because rumor spread that Tim Gratani's in it. No one else has got the average he's got. And then he says, it's just not breaking down right, so I'm going to take me profits. And then everyone else, it squeezes at the end of the day, and everyone else loses on it. And I, and I mean, I think I I was break even nearly lost on it as well. And I, I was in it at a bad average because I thought, oh, Gratani's in it. It's got to break down. But it's it's not always like that. You've got to play your own game and you've got to look at Gratani's entries and exits. Because when I found out his, his actual entries, you, you had a brilliant average on it. Yeah, and I just think, you know, we, we talk about alerts and stuff like that. And, and, and Gratani doesn't do alerts, but, you know, word spreads. He's in the chat. When, he's, he's, chart, when yeah. he's in the stock and stuff. And I tell you, um, we'll move on to the next topic, but, but if Steven's done, but I mean, if you want to yeah. write down a lesson, I think this is some great, great discussion, but if you ever are upside down on a trade and you're saying, but Joe Schmo this, and this goes long or short, that is your key to get out. Okay. Yeah. I don't care if, I mean, if now, if you're green, if the trade's working, and you're like, oh, you know, LX21's in this. Oh, Tim Gratani's in this. You know, oh, some other, you know, Jim Chanos is in this. You know, I, I don't care who it is. That's different. But if you're upside down and you're like, and you're justifying by saying, but, you know, Andrew left, Jim Chanos, you know, any, or even just a guy on Twitter, okay? You know, you might be like, oh, this guy with a lot of followers on Twitter is in this stock. If that's your reason to stay in a losing position, I mean, good luck because you're going to need it. Nah, honestly, I mean, what I've what I've honestly learned is the the difference between success and failure is so finite that you've got to really calculate your own risk or reward levels, play off them accurately, and be prepared to get out when it breaks them. And, and it's as simple as that. And, and I think of other traders as like as again like like just like a technical indicator. So if you're if you're long a stock. And it's above VWAP into the afternoon. You tell you, you, you get more confidence. Now you don't bag hold that stock because it's because of VWAP. That's how you lose. You can use it to confirm your idea, but, it, but yeah. that's when a trade is working and you can start making these analysis. But, but if you're holding a loser and you're saying, but VWAP, but Ikamocho Cloud, but Tim Gratani, 
that yeah. that is not trading that is not you know you are you're not being a free thinking trader at that point uh, i mean the best way to summarize it is more often than not i mean what did they say about they said about love but they also said about more often than not the right answer is staring you in the face <laughs> And, and that's the price the same with trading. Well said. The right answer is more often than not staring you in the face. And if, if you're looking at it thinking it's going the wrong way, it's probably because it's going the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? No, totally agree. And and yeah, that's that's uh yeah, I mean, well said. Nailed it. So. I'll, have, I'll have to put that on Twitter. I'm gonna put that on Twitter as my next quote. <laughs> but, so what uh, yeah. uh get, but before before we move on to the ne- the next topic here, so what ultimately happened with RBZ? Just kind of close the loop here, I guess. Yeah, RBZ was a it was a good trade. I'll do it. I'll do it again and again. Um, and then I had too much confidence. I, the, oh, the problem with right. me, the problem with me is, um, it's like I trade part time, really for fun, and it's not an income that I depend on. I do it for fun and I do it because we're chatting on the podcast and I've got a YouTube channel, but it, it, I don't have me back against the wall. So because I, because I'm trading for fun, sometimes I'll think I'll have a beer or I'll take this gamble because it's me. Life isn't going to depend on success or failure here. And it's the wrong attitude and I, and I need to correct this, but I'm like, for me, ultimately what comes down to my head is, do I want to take a gamble for fun or do I want to do the right thing? And I, and I just can't do the right thing sometimes because I want to take the gamble. Um, and with CLWT, I was just like, ah, oh, I went on, I went on, I went on Aussie B the other day, RBZ. So let's just say LWT looks like shit as well. Let's go for it. And I was, but I knew the volume was high. I knew it was a low float and I just, um, got smoked immediately on it and blew me account and stupid obviously before you trade you think whatever let's just gamble and then afterwards you're like what the hell did i just do and you got it at yourself dead disappointed for three or four days and now i've lost a week of trading now i'm gonna have to refund my account i have to move money around to put it back in again i'm losing days on the transfers on the international transfers that's money that i could have given to me mom for a bloody some flowers or a gift do you know what i mean it, it is it is i mean it is painful to repeatedly do it but at the same time, it always fundamentally comes down to the same problem is that my back's not against the wall enough for this. And it's well, like, I it's, think, I think that's a valuable lesson. I mean, I mean, to the listeners, I mean, I hope, you know, first of all, I, I value every listener to the podcast, but I hope, you know, you have a second income. If you're learning trading, you know, you have yeah. other options. Now learn from me, learn from Steven, learn from our other guests but I think that if your goal is to eventually be a full-timer, which I'm guessing many of you are, you need to kind of put yourself in that mindset. Now, I hope every one of you has a good job with benefits, et cetera, you know, and you can learn this over time. And, you know, I don't want you to have the back against the wall because that creates issues. But I think the, the valuable lesson from this is take that, what Steven's saying and, and, and try and alter your mindset to say, listen, yeah. my back is against the wall because I do want to make this work 
you know, so that I can, again, supplement my income or maybe go a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, I go pro. You know? Yeah. And just last thing I'll say before you go into the IPO stuff, uh, best quote, and I think I've said it before, I can't remember, but the best quote I've heard in a long time is Conor McGregor, the, the Irish little thug that he is. But um, Conor McGregor said, I have said this before, he's like, treat every day at work like you're an absolute beginner again, because that's where you're going to have the most, take it the most seriously, be open to developing the most knowledge, and uh, and just one, two, three, having a good time. Let's <laughs> try my best. One, two, three. Work, work proper hard with me. Proper twelve whiskey. See, I, I, I figured you since you've had like one boxing lesson and one MMA lesson, you were gonna start like breaking down Connor's fighting style or something. You know, I'll break down our fighting style when we when we have our own match. <laughs> All right, so I think that was some good discussion. I mean, that was that was, there was a lot of lot of good tidbits of information there. So now we'll kind of move on to the to, to the rest of what we got, and a lot of this is just informative, but stuff I want. Well, not I. We want you guys and gals to know. So one thing keep in mind if you're on iTunes um, or or wherever, Steady Trade does have its own. YouTube channel now. So if you can, please tell your friends. I mean, we, we had a few people mention they thought we weren't doing the podcast anymore because they weren't seeing it on the stocks to trade YouTube. So if you're listening on iTunes, please, you can just go to steady trade or go to YouTube, search for steady trade. It'll come right up, subscribe and like, and then ring the bell too, because the cool thing is we're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of like mini features we're calling them this week in steady trade that are a little more topical so please tell your friends everybody you you know jump over to youtube subscribe and because we have that new youtube channel and then the next thing i want to talk about is this week in steady trade so um what we've been trying to do i, I think we have grand aspirations and goals but uh you know i would like to see the steady trade podcast become you know more I'm trying to think of the right term. Maybe it's just more, you know, offer more content, more information. So what we're trying to do is really offer commentary on uh, the news of the day. Maybe, maybe the news of the week, you know, we're, we're not going to do them daily, but um, yeah, I did a, a this week in steady trade on the lift IPO. Check it out. I mean, they're all short. That's the cool thing. You know, our goal is here to kind of get you up to speed on what is interesting in finance and trading you know, in maybe 10 minutes, you know, I, I, I think of, I, I listen to a lot of NPR. I think about like a, you know, a 10 minute segment on marketplace or on, or on all things considered or something like that. That's the, with a trading bent. So that, that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish. Um, I also did one on the tiger IPO. Steven did one on um, shorting low floats. Um, and then I also just recently did one on the Mueller report and blue apron. So, so be sure to check those out. And also, comment we would love to know what you would like to see one of these mini episodes on yeah i'm just i'm just checking i'm just checking steady trade podcast out right now and uh i look really fat on the on the display picture but we're picking up there we've got some content on there it's looking good and uh we we need to just keep that going so um last couple things before we wrap up for today is um we've got kind of just talking about what's going on with stocks to trade um We've got coming up on June 7th, and we'll link all of these in the show notes. 
Um, I'm going to be speaking in New York City at the uh, Benzinga and Traders for a Cause event. Um, definitely check it out. It's a, you know, Traders for a Cause is an organization I've helped out with for, for years now. I think I was at the, the first event. It's a, it's a cool way of, um, you know, of, of kind of organizing the trading community to kind of give back to charities. So, um, again, and then Benzinga is a, uh, uh, information finance information provider. Um, I've used them for years. So definitely check out that. And, and again, if you're in New York City on June 7th, I would love to meet you. Sykes and I were at the uh, Traders Expo in New York City. It was a blast. Um, check out the Stocks to Trade YouTube. We have a recap of, of him and I at the NASDAQ as well as Traders Expo. It was fun. It was cool to meet everybody. And then also, speaking of, of Sykes and I and Stocks to Trade, we'll be at the Chicago Traders Expo on July 21st through the 23rd. Uh, Traders Expo is a neat event. It's free. As far as I know, the New York one was free. I think Chicago is free. It's a great way to just kind of learn about different styles of trading, different products. And, uh, you know, again, Sykes and I will be there. We'd love to meet you if you're there in Chicago on July 21st to the 23rd. Yeah. And just one, one final thing. And, I'll, and I'll... if Steven could get his immigration status cleared up, you know, we would bring him over, but you know, Homeland we'll, Security we'll... still had issues with him. So <laughs> I think we're working on it a little bit. If I, but what maybe what me brother's there, me brother's, me brother's in uh, Philadelphia. He lives there. So I'll, I'll get there one by hook or by crook one way or another, but I'll just thank Liam Tanner. And maybe we can read a couple of these out here and there. Just to, just to help sure. promote the new Steady Trades podcast channel. Liam Tanner, Tanner was saying, uh, thank you, Stephen Johnson. Your analogy makes me laugh, but you're showing a bit, you're also showing us a bit more about your strategy and he, he goes on a bit there. Um, so thanks, thanks, Liam, Liam Tanner. Shout out to you, brother. And, um, and anyone else who wants to kind of ask questions underneath the videos about the specific subjects, for sure, we can take a look and, and answer the questions live on the podcast and give your name a shout out too. Oh, and that actually reminds me, you know, uh, back to kind of trying to give as much value and information as possible. Um, I know it's kind of confusing with these two YouTube channels, but uh, we're recording on today is Monday. Um, every Monday night on the Stocks to Trade YouTube channel, I do a roughly 30 to 45 minute open kind of Q&A and weekly recap. So that's, um, you can subscribe, you can ring that bell on the Stocks to Trade YouTube, you'll get notified. So every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, that's there as well. It's a it's a live Q&A um, streaming on, on YouTube as well. So the Stocks to Trade YouTube, so... You know, and, and Tim Bourne, you are, you are literally, uh, on fire these days. I see you all over the internet. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Every, I, 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 I don't want to. Everywhere I look, you're right in front of my eyes. I'm like, I would, I would to. prefer to be figuratively on fire versus literally on fire, but you're on fire in your sauna. I've got to stop making jokes about that. But honestly, <laughs> you, you, I'm seeing you so much. I'm thinking about unfollowing you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unfollow you on these channels if I see it any more places. So I'm like, oh, again. Well, hey, I mean, tit for tat, I unfollowed you two years ago. So you know, I mean, I guess I wouldn't blame you. So I, 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 I blocked, I blocked, I reported, and I unfollowed you on every social media. And I actually created a bunch of bot accounts to block, report, and unfollow you as well. So I don't believe that. I don't know. <laughs> 
So, uh, so Stephen, take us out. I think we had some great education today. We gave an update. What, what, what do you got? What's your what's your goals for this week? Uh, goals for this week. I'm uh, I'm just retopping up the account again because I had a, I had a nightmare situation actually. I'll not say the broker, but um, I thought honestly it was a stupid mistake. But I thought once you hit zero with your broker, most brokers just stop you out. But my broker didn't stop us out. They're like, no, you owe us money, and I'm like, oh god. I'm going to pay it though. I'm going to pay it. So this is something that actually we need to discuss this. We won't get out of here as quick as I thought, but this is something that I get in arguments with people a lot. Like, especially on like YouTube, if you, if you see some of the older uh, steady trade episodes where I said that and people are like, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. They'll stop you out at zero. And I'm like, no, uh, not all no. Of them. Nah, you know, nah. I owe the broker money. I mean, they're in Barbados. I I probably never have to give them it again. But they've got good borrowers, so I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> got good borrowers, and I'm like, ugh. It's like, do I set up? Do I set up with like interactive brokers and go into PDT without the borrowers, or do I just bloody pay them the money? And I'm like, ugh. I'll just pay them the money back. You know what I mean? I'm like, stuff it. But I, I don't just, want I, to. I don't want to. <laughs> I would just be concerned about some offshore broker pulling a freaking <laughs> like a what's a what's what was matt Dan- pulling a jason born on me or something trying to erase my ass Nah, i don't even think they've got me right to dress or anything I don't, <laughs> even got I don't even think they've got me like i could i could totally 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 never pay them the money back ever again ever but i'm just Keep in mind uh, on the steady the- trade podcast we are for informational and educational <laughs> purposes only nothing we do is a recommendation to take any specific yeah. action but honestly i'm i'm still in two minds i'm like part of this is like stuff you guys good luck finding us i'm o- i'm only all over the internet <laughs> i'm only all over the entire internet good luck finding us just 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 don't search my name <laughs> and then i might get away with it but uh, and and hey that's a good chat up line for girls um, who are you, by the way? Just, just Google Stephen Johnson. <laughs> just, just Google Stephen Johnson, and uh, you'll see, you'll see that I'm on the internet. But anyway, so, sorry, I'm being self-aggrandized, and I'm actually low on confidence. No, 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 no. And I'm actually, I'm glad you made that point as a wrap up to that. Um, <laughs> but don't forget, if you if you think that uh, you know if, if you got a five hundred dollar account or a thousand dollar account, and you're shorting with margin, you will not get closed out. At, well, you might. You might get closed out at zero. You might even get closed out. You hope you get closed out on zero. You hope you do. I tell you, I see some of these guys on, on Twitter and it's like they, the broker forces them out and they like, they consider that a win. I'm like, Oh God, you know, you couldn't take the stop, but you're like, Oh, okay. I got stopped out at X because my, I hit my max stop loss at my broker. I'm like, yeah, that's going to work over time. Nah, it sucks, but yeah, whatever. I'll give them the money back. That's it. Hasta luego. All right, Stephen. I look forward to next week. I want an update on your boxing and your MMA. For sure. Want you you sticking with it? For sure. For sure, I will do. Let's drink (laughs) more boxing. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks a lot, everyone. And again, be sure to subscribe to the Steady Trade YouTube. Um, Would love to see you at the Benzinga Traders Expo or Traders for a Cause event on June 7th in New York City. If you know how to Google, you can figure that out. Um, It should be linked below. And then also the Chicago Traders Expo 
um, July 21st to 23rd. And we look forward to seeing you on the next Steady Trade Podcast. Hey, this is Glenn from Phoenix, Arizona. And I like to wear Star Wars shirts while recording and editing and producing episodes of the Steady Trade Podcast. Now, if you like what you're hearing, please share it with your family and friends on social media. And check out our website, SteadyTrade.com, where you can read beautifully written transcripts of all our episodes. And while you're at it, how about subscribing to our new Steady Trade podcast channel on YouTube to get all episodes the minute they're released. And if you really like what you hear, give the guys a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes or whatever podcast service you subscribe to. I did, and I don't really even like these guys all that much. You try getting Steven to concentrate on one thing for more than 20 seconds. Uh, um...